0: Hey, Jamsters, what's going on? This is a Jam Session short brought to you by yours truly, Darth Voida, a.k.a. John Voida. Make sure you follow the show at Suns Jam on Instagram, Twitter, all that fun stuff. And you can follow my co-host, Matthew Lissy, on Twitter at Matthew Lissy. Uh, the reason I'm coming to you today is because it just was announced by Sham Sharania that the Defensive Player of the Year is not Mikhail Bridges. No, no. Marcus Smart of the Boston Celtics has won the Defensive Player of the Year Award. All right, cool. East Coast bias, uh, alive and well. We can now see that. It's it, plain and simple. That's what this is, in my opinion. You know, you look at kind of the, the numbers, if you will. Mikkel Bridges guards the one through four. He played 558 more minutes than Marcus Smart. And he was good, dare I say, great the entire year. And Marcus Smart, you know, don't get me wrong, the Boston Celtics have played very well this season, especially the back half of this season. And, you know, I, I just, I, I, I don't understand it. I don't understand how you have a guy who plays, you know, well for half of a season uh, and his team comes alive and he gets the Defensive Player of the Year award, whereas Mikhail Bridges constantly consistently is putting together phenomenal performances. We saw it in game 1 of the first round in the Western Conference. Uh and as Steve Haller says in the chat he says Smart gave up 39 points to Kyrie yesterday. You know, so it's almost as if and and I wrote this in an article for Bright Side of the Sun. Uh shout out to Khalil, one of our writers put together kind of a questionnaire for his fellow writers, and one of the questions was, will Mikhail Bridges win the Defensive Player of the Year award? And my response to that was, he should, but I don't think that he will, because as you started to see the different voters, Doris Burke, Kevin O'Connor, all of them were giving it to Rudy Gobert or to Triple J or to Marcus Smart because they thought, well, you know, my fellow voters will vote for Mikhail Bridges, so I'm going to get cute with this. Right? I'm going to be the one who's going against the grain, and I'm going to stand by my metric-based uh, morals, if you will, and I'm going to vote for, you know, in Doris Burke's case, I'm going to vote for the def- best defensive player on the best defensive team. It'll be interesting to see if she voted for the best offensive player on the best uh, team in the league when it comes to the MVP vote when it comes to Devin Booker, or does that moral or that mode of thinking only apply when you're voting for the defensive player of the year? So again, really kind of hard to understand how so many people overlooked the effort of Mikael Bridges. But you have to look at the other side of the coin, if you will. As award season is upon us, the best team in the NBA, a team that won 64 games and was eight games better than any other team in the NBA, is most likely, in my personal opinion, going to be shut out of all the major awards. MVP will not go to Devin Booker. Dep- Defensive player of the year has not gone to Mikael Bridges. And I honestly don't think that Coach Mont is going to get coach of the year. So the three big ones, somehow, some way, this amazing historical team will not win any one of these awards. What does that mean? Well, it means that the Phoenix Suns are going to carry that chip on their shoulder Throughout this entire playoff series, because again, again, right at the end of the season, it doesn't matter. We can have all the awards, but if you don't win the chip, who cares? If you're coming from it from that point of view, then this is a perfect scenario for you. This is exactly what you want. This is the Phoenix Suns being plighted by the, the writers of the NBA and all the voters and using that as fuel to the fire because everybody's picking them to win it all. Everyone respects what they are, but no one gives them the the national credit, the national respect that they've garnered for their efforts in this season. So, yeah, Sylvia just said it. You know, <laughs> D-Book's not a finalist, so he definitely can't win it. Yeah, he's not even a finalist. You know, Cam Johnson's not going to win six-man of the year. That ain't happening. That's Tyler Hero's award to lose. I mean, Kevin Love, the fact that he's even in that conversation, you're like, what? Okay, they're just grasping at straws here now. So, again, you know, Mikhail Bridges robbed of the Defensive Player of the Year award is going to be fuel to the fire for this team. Uh, and ask the players, just like the, when you ask the players about Devin Booker or Coach Mott. I mean, the the coaches voted for Coach Monty to be the coach of the year. You know, anytime you ask any offensive player or any player in the NBA who's on their kind of Mount Rushmore guys they respect, Devin Booker's name comes up. And when you have Stephen A. Smith, when you have Draymond Green, when you have these different players and analysts saying that it's an end of conversation, that Mikael Bridges is the defensive player of the year and it doesn't happen, they're just getting too cute. The East Coast bias is in full swing. Everybody's loving on those Celtics so hard, and they're like, dude, we've got to reward this second seed in the Eastern Conference versus rewarding the first team in the entire league, a team that has the best net rating in the entire league. Those metrics don't matter when it doesn't benefit their argument. So frustrating, absolutely, to hear that Mikhail Bridges didn't get the defensive player of the year, without a doubt. That's just the way it goes. Fuel to the fire. We'll look at it that way. So uh, thank you for tuning in for this jam session short. Matthew and I will be live after the game tomorrow after game two of the Western Conference first round. And it'll be great to get Matthew's reaction from that. And great to hear from all you jamsters who are going to pop in and, and let us know what you think of it. As Wash wrong says in the chat, the revenge tour starts now. Yeah, keep keep doubting this team. Keep doubting them because you know what? They're just going to use this fuel to fire like they don't have like they don't have enough fuel already. This is going to be another log on the fire, if you will, as they build the campfire that we're all going to sit around and talk about one day when they hoist that Larry O'Brien trophy. So, again, thanks for hanging out on this jam session short. I'm John. Follow me at Darth Void on Twitter. You can follow my podcasting partner, Matthew, at Matthew Listen. You can follow the show at Suns Jam. We'll see you tomorrow night after the Pelicans game. Take care, everybody.